Oh yeah, I've got it. I'm going. Oh, he's got it. Well, well, here we go then. Right, lead, well, lead the way, Maestro. <laughs> well, after last week's, um, uh, what, what should we call it? Ad- adventurous? No. I was going to say debacle. Yeah, yeah. D- debacle or completely un- uh, unprepared, mm. you know, nonsense. I think, um, yeah, it's, it's time to go again. Time oh. to go again. Down a quite an actual specific rabbit hole this week, guys. Um, if, you, if you was listening last week, we discussed that we're going to go down simulation theory or simulation hypothesis. Um, and yeah, yeah. before we start, I mean, it, it is going to be literally all over the place. Things are yeah, going to be if, fucking... If people are worried that it's like, oh, we've heard about simulation a few million times before. Yeah, we get it. We understand. I mean, Elon Musk has banned it from his hot tub. You know what I mean? But Does he really? It, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they've, it's, it's, we're in the hot tub. You're not allowed to talk about simulation theory. It, it drives him mad. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, if anyone well, knows um, about it, it's going to be him, isn't it? Oh, 100%. Oh fucking mate! I'm not being funny. I'm 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 a bit weary about Elon Musk. I look at him and I I think because I grew up in the VHS generation, mm. I've seen all these like '80s action movies and stuff, and I just look at Elon Musk and think, how has no one cottoned on yet that he's the baddie? Do you know what uh, I mean? Is he though? Oh, he's got that look about him. I, I, I think he is the big baddie. You know, like at the beginning of like movies and stuff, where they've got like some huge benefactor, and he like comes out in his suit, like oh, it was like, oh, what a wonderful guy. He's lovely. All the papers love him. The girls love him. He's at all the fucking benefits, and then suddenly he gets back to his lair, and the lights go off, and he turns on another light, and a, a big door opens on the wall. Like it'll slide, and all his monitors are there, and he's fucking watching everyone. He's an evil genius with a smile on his face. I'm telling you, mate. And when it comes out that he's like the overlord, I'm going to be there on the fucking hill going, I fucking told all of you. <laughs> You're calling it now. Yep. It's You're the same it. with older, what's it called? Old Vladimir Putin. It's like, his name's Vladimir. The good guys don't get called Vladimir. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't, do they? They don't. <laughs> there that was no Colin the Impaler. <laughs> <laughs> Colin the Impaler. <laughs> yeah, there was, you know, so just... Putting that out there for everyone before we start. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to go out on the women. I think he's just a real clever guy. I don't think he's that bad, but he could. He does have a Hank Scorpio vibe, though. He does. You know, he he could be. He could be evil. He so, never took his jacket off. Who never? Oh yeah, shit. No, he didn't. He did, he weren't even wearing a jacket, was he? <sighs> well, no who knows? To hang it up on. Well, this comes into simulation theory, doesn't it? it was does. he wearing a jacket or not? So, yeah. was it just, reloaded? Oh, was well, was it too similar? Similar, similar. Oh, this is gonna be great, isn't it? I can't even fucking say similar, let alone fucking the rest of this conversation today. <laughs> I think nice the only one, feedback guys. I got for last week's episode was, Oh, yeah, really good episode, but Ad really struggles with words. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually educated as well. I like, I literally went to school and, and did like real school things, and I can't even fucking speak. Oh, I did school things, did you? You yeah. can read. I've been known to read a sentence here and there. I, I struggle so bad. I don't know what it is because, like, even when I just like read into Nick or I'm just chatting, I still can't fucking say it. So it's not like it's all oh, I get scared because I'm recording. No, I'm just fucking idiot. I think. I think it's for me. It's when I read aloud. It's like a lot of the time when I'm talking, I'm pretty good and articulate. I can use words like articulate and uh, whatever. But then if I'm reading something because I can't see the grammar that's coming up. I have to sort of guess at it, and then I just make a complete fucking ass of myself. 
like uh, like last week when I said exacerbated, but I said it like exacerbated. We've all been <laughs> something, there. Something like that. So yeah, so this is an apology up front, guys. There's going to be some science words in here, and if it's me reading it, it's going to be fucking wrong. So yeah, we're talking big words like because and proton. So. I can only I can only just about do even say the word hypothesis because I've been reading it so fucking much this week. Yeah, it's gonna so, be a bumpy ride and we're taking you all along with us. <laughs> Here we go. So just just for anyone who doesn't understand or heard of uh, what the simulation hypothesis or simulation theory is, I'll just very briefly explain what it is on uh, by wiki so it says here simulation hypothesis or simulation theory is the proposal propo- here we go is the proposal that all of reality including the earth and the rest of the universe could in fact be an artificial simulation such as a computer simulation some versions rely on the development of a simulated reality a proposed technology that could be would be able to convince its inhabitants that the simulation was real uh, the simulation hypothesis bears a close resemblance to other sceptical scenarios throughout the history of philosophy, which I'm sure we'll get into today. Yeah, because I, one thing I read that sort of helps break it down for like idiots like me, because I, was, I, I read what you just read, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I see what's coming from there. But then some guy on a YouTube video said, look at it this way. Imagine you're playing an open world game like Skyrim. The character you're playing in the game doesn't know he's in a video game. Yeah. And it could be the same thing here. This could be a one big open world game and we'd have no idea. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's the easiest way of uh, kind of explaining it. It's like like if the, or in The Sims, if they yeah. were conscious and didn't realise that people were watching them or controlling them and shit like that. Yeah, that's it. So it, what we've got... I mean, it's it sounds absolutely preposterous. <laughs> it is though, isn't it? It's but like... when you when you read into it, I mean, I'm still not sold on it, so to speak. Mm. I think it's a lovely idea, and it's a great theory, and I think it's good fun. But there's a lot there. I mean, to be honest with you, it's because I'm not really smart enough to look at things and be like, "Well, hell, that makes sense." Yeah, you know what I mean? Because, but a lot of it, you sort of read and you think, "Oh, it's cool," but. A lot of the time, just because you can't argue something, like, like, I mean, if, like, loads of big-ass fucking brain doctors came over to me and were like, chances are it is real, I'd be like, all right, cool. But, yeah, fair play. Yeah, but when I'm just reading stuff online, I'm like, I can't argue with that. But then, to be fair, I don't know enough about that to argue with it, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and and that's where it all comes down to, isn't it, this fucking, uh, this, this topic... Mm. It is so vast, and it goes to every single branch that you can imagine. You know, so yeah, we're well, just going to. It wasn't until you mentioned it to me that I, I started looking into it like last week because you said about simulation theory, and I was like, "Oh, what's this?" Mm. And then, um, but when I was looking into it, people have been talking about it since well, as far back as I found was like 2010. Oh, it goes back to Plato, man. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah, fucking go. Plato had a, uh, here we go, story time for everyone. But basically, Plato had a theory that if there was a prisoner in a cave and he was watching a wall, and on this wall, it's just a blank cave wall, right? And this prisoner Mm. can't turn his head, can't do anything. So all it can do is look at this wall. And then what the prisoner doesn't know is that there's a fire behind him, like in the distance, and a footbridge. So this Plato, bearing in mind we're going back like before Christ times, you know, I, I yeah. think Plato's around, you know, we're going fucking way back. 
So there's a fire, and people walk past the fire and cast a shadow onto the wall. In that prisoner's mind, that is a real, you know, that, that he doesn't understand how that is projecting. Uh, you know how the, how it is on the wall. He doesn't understand what fire is. Doesn't understand anything, apart from on this blank canvas. There's now something on it, mm. and that that's his, his proposal. Basically, the person, the prisoner, doesn't understand what's real, because he has no other concept of reality as such. Yeah. And that was like okay. So then, more clever people along the line started um, chipping in and adding into it. There's something called um, the butterfly dream. Um, there's an Indian philosophy of Maya, uh, ancient Greek philosophy of Monimus. What's the, uh, what's the uh, Indian one of Maya? Because the Indians, they have very, very cool like stuff in philosophy. I've got this fantastic book by a Julian, I can't remember your surname, bruv, very sorry, called <laughs> uh, like, um, How the World Thinks. And uh, yeah. it, t- it talks about philosophy from all over the world. Like um, An interesting one about Japan is that they think artists are more wise than scholars. Because right. scholars look at stuff what's fed to them, whereas um, artists tend to go outside of what's being taught to find their own paths and stuff, which is very cool. But um, in India, they've got some amazing ways of thinking, so I'd be interested in hearing how this... Uh, what was it called? Something Maya. Like Maya. Yeah, Maya. It's M-A-Y-A, and it literally means illusion or magic. Um, oh, nice. And this, you know, you've probably heard like lifting the veil of Maya or removing the veil of Maya. You know, this uh, band as well. Yeah. And that's where it all comes from. And the long and short of that is, um, let's have a look. There's a spiritual concept uh, noting that this is in brackets, that which exists but is constantly changing and thus is spiritually unreal. Power or the principle that conceals the true character of spiritual reality. Pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, the powerful force. I have no that- idea what it means, but it's pretty cool. No, it basically says the powerful force that creates the cosmic illusion that the phenomenal that the phenomenal for not fuck's sake, phenomenal. That's the one. World is real. So basically, it's saying that something else has created the world that we live in, but we perceive it to be real. That is Maya, basically. I like it. Yeah, which once again comes back into simulation theory. Yeah. Um, well, it's not that thing you were saying a minute ago about Plato going on about the um, he doesn't know what's behind him and everything like that. That could mm. be a bit like old, um, was it Bishop Berkeley? Like, I know it's, I think it was George Berkeley, but they called him Bishop Berkeley for some reason. I don't think he really was a bishop. But he was the one who came up with that whole thing about, like, if a um, tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear, it doesn't make a sound. Yeah, that's the one, the famous line from a Simpsons episode as well, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah where it's it didn't she? Yeah, when they're doing the golf tournament, it says, how can sound exist if there's no one there to hear it? Oh, Which yeah. is deep as fuck, really, because, of course, it will still fall down and it will still produce the same waves of energy. Oh, yeah, would... the vibrations and stuff yeah. are all still there. But it does sound exist if no one's there to hear it. Mm. Well, it's the same as Schrodinger's cat as well, isn't it? That's right, yeah. It's like we don't know what the condition the cat's in or if the cat even exists until we open up and look inside. It's and we've also another great thing about um, those sort of crazy stuff is that we can not only do we look at it from a philosophical point of view, but also from an actual physical one, because in physics, they got this thing called the double slit experiment. And that's where electrons are fired at a, um, a photosensitive screen mm. through these um, two slits on a, on a, um, like a, like a copper, like, I don't know, I suppose 
screen, perhaps like a copper mm. screen type thing, and um, it, it, it would produce these uh, like waveforms, like the way like the um, electrons are fired at it, like for um, like for light or something. Yeah, and it would come through in like waveforms. But um, yeah, and let me see if I can find something here so it's a, it doesn't sound quite as fucking retarded as when I say it. <laughs> right, let's have a look here. Ah, oh, fucking it, that was quick. Um, in physics' famous double slit experiment, electrons are fired at a photosensitive screen through its slits in a, in a copper plate. Oh, a plate. Um, usually producing an interference pattern that indicates wave-like behaviour. But when the same experiment is conducted under observation, electrons behave like particles, not waves, and there's no interference pattern. Some have taken this to mean our simulation simulation oh. is conserving its resources and rendering certain things only when it knows we're looking at them. <sighs> But but then that goes back to what Neil deGrasse Tyson was saying the other day about like when we're digging and stuff. I watched this video of him and this other chavy, and he was saying like when we're digging in the garden, um, the dirt underneath us doesn't exist until we're interfering with it. So when we pull up a big load of um like a shovel filled of dirt, the simulator will be like load more dirt underneath. Yeah. So as we lift it up, there's, there's more there, but it doesn't exist otherwise. And the other guy was saying, do you think that's why we have a speed limit of light speed? Because if we travelled any faster than that, the simulation wouldn't have time to load up the next part. Jesus Christ. <laughs> stuff, but I've had thoughts like this before. Like, I've been sat, like, when I was, particularly when I was younger, I'd be, like, in my bedroom, and I'd be sitting there thinking about the kitchen. And right. I'd be like, no one else is in the house. Does anything outside this room exist until I go out there? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my. It's like, um, I mean, I'll go into um, Nick Bostrom in a minute. He's the person who kind of re-brought it back. But uh, this is what I was saying to like, people I've been speaking to this week about it. I think people have thought about this concept. Even us, like people like us. Not, I'm not talking scientists, guys. I'm talking real fucking people. Because when I was a kid, and I remember very, very vividly, I was standing in my nan's porch, and she had a brown wooden porch, really old rickety porch. And I remember standing in there, and my mum and dad were walking to the car. And this is the first time in my life, I mean, I must have been six or seven, if that. And I thought to myself, what if I'm the only real person in the world, and everyone else is not? Now, mm. I didn't understand, as a kid, what even I meant by that. You know, did I think they were robots? Did I think they were fake i don't know but this concept and the idea has never ever left my mind because i think well no one knows what anyone else is feeling like i could look i could speak to you and i could be like oh aaron looks angry or aaron looks happy but only you know how, what mm. you're actually feeling and what you're experiencing and i'm thinking fuck so me as a little kid i've already started to think you know am i the only person who experienced this world is everything here for me so is the simulation run um, either, you know, am I the person it's run for or are we all in it together as like human batteries? Well, this is what off. we were saying last week as well, wasn't it? Like when we were saying, um, like, here I am now in my physical form, sat here. My laptop is on my lap. Um, I've got my headphones on. I'm talking to you. But I'm this is the only life I know. Yeah. 
I know other people are alive and I know you're there. I'm talking to you right now and people are listening right now, but I'm in control of this body. So part of my like subconscious, like the egotistical part of the human condition will sit there and, and be saying to itself, well, this is the body you've got. These are the things you like. You must have, you must be inhabiting this body for a reason. Yep. There is a reason that you do these things and everyone likes to think they're special because of that. But like you just said, are we special or are we all in this together? And if we are in all this, all in this together, then that goes back to cosmic nihilism. Yep. You know, so it, it goes all over the... No, man. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it's, it is, though, isn't it? It's a little bit like, oh, it makes me... I don't know, it's not like uncomfortable, but it's like, it's a, it's a really quick way of making you feel fucking worthless. You yeah, know, do you think <laughs> movies like The Truman Show and The Matrix really brought this to light? Yes, without a doubt. Yeah, you must have done it because yeah. I remember when I first watched the Truman Show, I was like, "Hang on a minute," and I was sort of looking around. You know, and you you're in a room, and you like any room in the house, and you're like, "Oh, I'm alone. Well, I might as well uh, start masturbating." Mm-hmm. But then you sit there and you think, "Hang on, am I being watched?" A little yeah. bit in the back of your mind, just like, "Is this a TV show?" And it's and... the same with the Matrix as well. When they sit there, they're like, "Oh, you know, this is all a simulation." But when they're in the fucking restaurant eating, and he's like. I put this steak in my mouth. I know it's juicy, succulent, tasty, and I like it. But I also know that I'm just being told these things to have them appear real. Oh, my days. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, like, it's fucking crazy, isn't it? It is proper mad. And another thing I was reading as well they were talking about, they were saying, what if, like, because um, there's obviously the whole thing, like, oh, but, you know, if we're being if we're under a simulation, does that mean the ones who are simulating us are like the base, the base race, so yep. to speak, like the patient zero and we're the first simulation and now we're working on our own simulations with our video games and stuff. Or are we like ground zero? Are we the first to do it? Well, or, or are we billions down the line and all this, all the, the, the universe is made of is literally it's relying on one race when it's coming to its end to have perfected the simulation so that the next race can start. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it goes on on like that. And, and people have been like reading into that. And I was like, that all sounds like well and good as well. But I don't know. A part of you thinks, yeah, but to what end? Yeah. But then another part of you thinks, why does there need to be one? I mean, fucking, you get these flies for example that are born and it's like right they've got a mate within the next seven hours yeah they do that and then they die and it's like yeah, but what are they mating for like, oh so they can make a new one but what's that one going to do well the same as the last one there's no end it just yeah. is so it's like well yeah so that in and of itself is like from a natural standpoint it's totally plausible <sighs> Well, well. Before we go on too many more branches, let me get me Nick Bostrom piece out of the way because then um, could the that, Big Bang be the system starting up? <laughs> well, and then when we create our, when we finally create our perfect species or simulation, which isn't going to be in this lifetime, no, <laughs> not, if, <laughs> not if Bethesda have anything to do with it, <laughs> and, uh, and so we're going to be a doing this so is it will our son die out 
just in time for there to be a new one to come up for this uh, next one to start. And they'll start off as like we did, amoebas and whatnot, until they can eventually pull themselves through. I mean, is our simulation taking longer because of things like religion and stuff and like stop starts? People who made our simulation, maybe they don't know what war and religion is. And it's something we just sort of came out with for our own simulation practices. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fucking hell, we'd, we'd gotten this far, like half the time they did. You know, it's just maybe it's just trying to figure out the perfect simulation. I mean, we've balls this one right up. <laughs> It'll yeah. be the next simulation that'll be better than this one. I mean, what? I've heard about the you know in, in relation to in in relation to that, it's like like what what is the simulation? As in, like what are they trying to run? What are they trying to prove? Or, or you know, they is very speculative, and you know you can go down that. But a lot of people and scientists would say that it could even be that they're running. A, like historical simulation so they're watching how we eventually get to you know where they are now in the future well in that in the outside of the simulation world will a simulation ever figure out that with technology you can get there and it's like wow that's interesting and it's like takes me to my little multi-world theory aaron had a stoned theory the other day <laughs> <laughs> And it's probably already been used a million times. Like, yeah, it's already got a name, mate. But that doesn't matter. It's yours now. Exactly. Yeah, I coined this. I am. I am the greatest physicist of all Ever. time. Now, they're like multiverse theory, where they talk about like there's different universes, and each one yeah. has like this. Yeah. Absolutely out there. There's infinite possibilities. Now, I was sitting there thinking, like, no, we have, like, a normal discussion. It's like, like you're, you're very into motorbikes. Mm. Whereas I know they have two wheels and my knowledge ends there. <laughs> and then I was thinking, but in your world, there are a lot more than just that. Yeah. And then it got me thinking on other things. And I thought that sort of language we use, your world, we're in the same world. But your world is different to my world. And it's like when we look up science and stuff, we're like, whoa, this is amazing. But then there's scientists who live it every single day. This is this is mundane to them. This is everyday yeah. shit. This is this is them getting up in the morning, brushing their teeth, clocking in and sciencing, and then coming home and being like, Oh yeah, science today. Yeah. And like these people who have well, we sit and we go, Oh yeah, the world's pretty great, you know, it's pretty wonderful. We like it. But then you'll have people who work in these places where all they know is terror they're like right i'm ending we're working on this right we've got to stop that terrorist attack there this is melting down over here every day they're just bombarded with emergencies that's their world that's their normal thing to them yeah. that's like you know this is this just is what it is and i sat and i thought it's the same world but each and every person has a different view of it and maybe that's what multiverse is it's the same universe that we all share but it's just from different angles and perspectives. Yeah, well, it's fucking... It's, it's, I've seen somewhere where it says, like, you are your own universe. The whole universe resides in you mm. as a person, which is kind of like, you know, goes along with what you've just said, you know, like, well, like, well, like, well, well lot, lots of theories come together and say, you know, mm. it's, it's fucking... It's so fucking weird, man. And, I mean, I've got so much shit here, um, I mean, to, to fucking try and get through. Like, um... Let me let me do me um Nick Bostrom right. This is the new. This then we can go branch off. This is a Swedish professor, who basically said this is his premise. 
Many works of science fiction, as well as some forecast by serious technologists and futurologists, predict that enormous amounts of computing power will be available in the future. Let us suppose for a moment that these predictions are correct. One thing that later generations might do with their super powerful computers is run detailed simulations of their forebears or of people like their forebears. So I guess that's like uh, people who've come before you, isn't it? Is that forebears? Yeah. Oh, thick as fucking eye. And then <laughs> because or he, the, might, he might just have four bears. Yeah, that's what I mean. It might be a translation error. He might literally mm. have four bears and just want to know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And um, he goes on to say, because their computers would be so powerful, they could run a great, they could run many great such simulations. Suppose that these simulated people are conscious, as they would be if the simulations were sufficiently fine grained and widely accepted in a position of philosophy of the mind is correct, then it would be the case that the vast majority of minds like ours do not belong to the original race, but rather to the people simulated by the advanced descendants of the original race. And this <laughs> is where we end up going down the AI route. That's it. It's it now, mate. Yeah. It's and... true. Though. Like, even when you're playing video games now, like with the AI they've got, these, though these we'll call them instincts have been put in by an outside uh, influence in this case game developers mm. you then have these creatures or bots as they call them in um, these video games like, like Gears of War for example Ooh. they come out they're getting shot at they know to hide behind cover yeah. Now that's been ingrained into them from an outside source, as we just said. But that little thing on the screen still knows to do that. Yeah. So all of our instincts have they been put in by a developer? We sit here and we've because end of the day it is a matter of nature versus nurture, isn't it? Yeah. We've learned what we know. Like I know to duck when someone throws something at me because <laughs> at one point something hit me in the head and it fucking hurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is but so is that in itself a form of artificial intelligence? I had to have that ingrained into me first before I could do anything about it. I mean, we all have natural instincts. I like look at look at frogs, for example. I mean, we've got a pond out in our garden, and the frogs can be born there. And this thing of turtles, you see it all the time, like that really famous um, shoreline with where all the baby turtles. Oh, turtles yeah. are done they come out they fuck off they go wherever they and the frogs are the same they go wherever they want all over the world all over the country near, near, near. but when it comes to laying their eggs they know to go back to that exact same spot and it happens in our garden two of the frogs they, they go off they they what what not but they know to go where they were born to start the next line to reproduce because obviously they survived so they were like well that's clearly a good place to uh, have the babies then so they go back and they do it again. And is is that a f- something, again, it had to get ingrained into them afterwards through experience. They knew that was the thing. And it's the same with these um, bots in video games. Mm-hmm. The, the intelligence is put into them from an outside source in our, in our um, version. It's nature in there. It's a game developer. But is nature just one big game developer? Is that what everyone talks about when they talk about God? Is he... Is everyone arguing over who the actual developer is? You've got one side saying, no, EA made us. The other one's going, Bethesda made us. And the other one's going, no, it was Ubisoft. But obviously the, the names change for the religions and the gods and whatever. Yeah. 
but is it not just the same thing who created us and is that a part of our simulation <laughs> well that's it these are the questions that we try to get answered to didn't it yeah this is like we were saying i mean i i think it's a very awesome topic and i, mm. I love it that it makes you think and things but Again, I'm not sold on it 100%. I still sit there and think, mm, yeah, it's all nice and stuff. But I don't know if there's any other animals walking around going, ooh, simulation. <laughs> you know, it's always us who seems to know these things. And that's fine. We know a lot compared to other animals. Mm. We, and we've said it before. We are like an anomaly when it comes to like nature and shit. And that's why a lot of people think we're aliens. Yep. So it could go on for like, but then again, with that topic, people say, oh, is there irrefutable evidence that we're aliens? And it's like, well, which is it? Are we aliens or are we simulated? Yeah, that's it. Can you we know, be I, both? That's, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we be both? You know, and this is sort of where I'm not unconvinced because, like I said, I'm not smart enough to sit there and say, no, that can't happen because, <laughs> like you said, people are working on the tech to actually do it. And, well, we've seen it ourselves. We play video games, we see what goes on, we know these things are possible but whether we are a part of it ourselves i don't know it just seems like i, don't know, I, I need to see more on it i'm not 100 percent sold now but I'm, I'm likely to change my mind yeah it, it, i mean i've moved more towards i've shifted more towards it just in this conversation yeah that's it because it's little things isn't it when you it's like you just open up that little bit of your brain to make you think oh fuck i didn't think of it like that Oh, yeah, yeah, that would make sense. I mean, if I was having a conversation with you in person and suddenly you stopped and went all pixelated and went for a second <laughs> and then carried on and no one else noticed it but me, then I'd be like, hold on. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, but it's not with the, um, the aliens. I'm only going to be sold until I, I see the UFO. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's what it's, it's, it's so tricky because how do you prove the simulation theory, though, to, to you as a person? Is it yeah. a glitch? Is it a physical glitch that you go, oh, that's fucking, that's about right. But then same with anything, isn't it? How do you, how do you prove to me? Like, like I've, look at um, photosynthesis with like flowers and trees and stuff. They, they, bring, they, they bring in the carbon dioxide. They breathe out the, the oxygen, which we then breathe, and the bees put this into that. And, and it's like, yeah, yeah, that's great. But I'm only taking that on their word. I don't, I've never, I've never actually seen a tree physically pull in carbon dioxide and blow out oxygen. True, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, and I wouldn't know how to. I wouldn't know the test to do that. Not a clue. Yeah, but, you do just kind of take things, don't you? Yeah. What they're given to you. But like when it comes to things with the bees and the and the plants and stuff, it's like okay, I can actually watch them doing it. Yeah. Now I don't know if, I mean, I'm told that they take the pollen from one and they have to put it into another one, and then that's what makes it do its magical thing. I mean, that is it straight up sexing. I mean, the bee is the sexual organ of the flower world. Yep. And um, as we are for the machines. And, <sighs> that's a... But at the same time, was, they say, oh yeah, that's how it works. But, and I can watch it and go, oh yeah, but at the same time, maybe it's not, maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe they're going to be making these extra plants and pollens oh. and shit like that. And the bee just likes hanging out in flowers. Yeah, quite possibly. But, yeah, but because they've observed it, oh, that must be what it is. So that's what it is. And it probably is. I mean, like I said, I don't know how to test these things. They've probably, I'm 100% sure, and I, I won't even argue the fact that they've done extensive tests and that these are people who actually know what they're fucking talking about. 
<laughs> they're not googling 100%. it are they? <laughs> yeah exactly they're not gonna sit, you know, but someone like me i can only go by what i'm told yeah sure that's yeah it's it's a crazy one, man. And actually, I've got a little bit of um, info about about the plants. Actually, but now we're going on to the plants and simulation. There was a study that there is computer coding inside plants, inside like inside plants' DNA, inside wave. You know, like the waves, like actual waves in the ocean. Yep. If you track the way they move, and then they, I mean, these are crazy scientists, people. You'll have to Google this, guys, because there's so much on it. That basically, if, if you track the movement and you put that on a certain graph, then you turn it to binary, loads of zeros and ones, it creates the same coding as a search engine would. If you was going to create a search engine in like a blank, like JavaScript or however you write um, code, it's the same as the wave patterns. It's the same as... You know, the moon has phases where it goes in and out and changes around the sky. Apparently, mm. all of them zeros and ones, you can kind of collate and put it so it would be like a search engine if you was creating a search engine. Well, yeah. I mean, I remember when I was um, studying digital audio principles at college. Mm. and Basically, the entire bottom line principle of it was all binary. Right. Where it talks about like... That digital audio, you know, with like with MIDI and stuff, it's all yep. binary. It's all zero and ones. And then when you was looking into it, you can literally like look at the building blocks of nature just using binary. And it, it's pretty incredible. Like just zeros and ones, like sometimes unending, just in a certain sequence. But if one of them is swapped around with another one, out of billions of zeros. Like, even trillions of zeros and ones could be in a certain sequence mm. and then they can sit there and go right that is we'll say i don't know the the, the found like the, the foundations of the waves you were just talking about like ocean waves yeah that is their behavioral thing now, if i was to get like the 16th digit in we'll for arguments like we'll say it's a zero and i change it to a one then it could be like like, like i'm talking like fucking a computer, no, it's com- like game glitches. Yeah. When you, when you uh, sort of go into the ocean and you look up and say the city is like upside down above you and you're like, hold on. That's, that's it. Fucking weird. Yeah, something like that could happen. And get a load of this. Oh. In 2017, a multidisciplinary group of researchers at the uh, University of Washington, they proved that they could embed malicious computer code into physical strands of DNA and their aim was to show that computers working in gene sequencing were vulnerable to attack, but they may also have inadvertently revealed that we, what we perceive to be biological reality is, in fact, computer code all along. <laughs> now, it sounds like I was really smart and posh there, but it wasn't. I've, I read this from Vulture oh. <laughs> websites, and they're talking about the Matrix. But yeah, this is a thing there. But yeah, again... It's like you were just saying, you know, they can edit this shit. But it's like they've looked into... I remember seeing on somewhere before, I think it was that show Cosmos. Not 100% on that. But they were talking about when we look at, like, strands of DNA and we can, like... Obviously, they have all the formulas and the algorithms and the fucking, you know, what else. They've got the maths behind this sort of shit. That they can say, like, which parts of these... DNA strand is which, and then it could be like that's our um, 
thing there, that's over there is why we do this, but one part of it that's embedded into everybody's DNA and some creatures as well, not all of them, or, or most of them in fact, but you can actually see in the DNA a strand of why that makes us afraid of the woods at night. Oh, really? Yeah, there's just stuff that you can actually, they can actually, I don't know how they fucking see it or what they <laughs> use to see it. It's just, they can sit there and they say, like, our fear of the woods at nighttime is literally embedded in our DNA. It is a part of our fabric of what is designed us and yeah it makes sense and there was like it's because of all like predators and stuff and whatnot yeah. and because we're not nocturnal animals and it's like i think other animals that aren't nocturnal as well they'll naturally be afraid of certain places like they know not to go into the, the woods of a nighttime or like other things they will know not to go out into these certain fields where there's predators around yeah no one has to tell them they just, just know. know yeah, yeah. And then if something does happen, when they when they disobey that instinct, obviously it can go tits up where it might not. But if it does, no one's surprised. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, oh, it's like if, if someone we knew, they was like, oh, they went out into the woods at night time and were never seen from again. They went missing. It's like, well, yeah, that would be the place to do it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so oh, they went, they went into Maidstone High Street and were never seen from again. <laughs> I think they were. <laughs> Yeah, they probably were. They went somewhere, didn't they? Yeah. They just disappear. They went to the train station and fucked off. Yeah. <laughs> you know when he got on the train and you saw him leave? That's where he's gone. Yeah. Silly Never cunt. to be seen again. No, we've been seeing him. It's just you he got away from. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't love you anymore, Deborah. Get over it. <laughs> Get over ah! it. <laughs> but, but yeah, so it's like, so that is amazing. So they sit there talking about like stuff that's embedded into it. And I mean, what put that in our DNA? Was it? I mean, it was probably millions of years of getting fucked up in the woods at night. Yep. Where the DNA eventually had to go, right, stop doing that. <laughs> we've <laughs> we've right? shown time and time again, this isn't a good place to be. <laughs> so stop fucking foraging at night. You're going to yeah. get killed, man. Because like, even now, like when we go out to the woods, we haven't, like in England, we haven't got to worry about predators or anything, have we? When we go <laughs> into the woods. We know, I think the scariest thing we'll find in the woods is probably a badger. And a badger will fuck you up. But even I, I wouldn't want to go into the woods at night time. No, not particularly. Well, yeah, in, in England, we have to worry about flashes and stuff like that, don't we? You know, people yeah, exposing their genitals. And... Yeah. <laughs> don't. I, I have a story about that. But that's for another day. <laughs> Next yeah, week, but... we hear about the time Ad went dogging. <laughs> Accidentally. Mm. so so i mean like in in regards to all the different theories i mean it's the best thing about this um topic really because you can just jump from like we can go from theory 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 and come back and go to and fro and even today i've learned like while while on this podcast listening you know i said about when i was a kid and i said like oh everyone else could be just robots or they could just be aliens or they could be something else not me there's actually a real scientific term for it and it's called a philosophical zombie or P-zombie. And basically, it's a hypothetical being that is physically identical to and indistinguishable from a normal person but does not have conscious experience. And there's like literally... Like a doppelganger. Yeah. Mm. But it'd be like... But it'd be like, other, like, you know, like I say, like other people, are they experiencing my world? Some are like... 
you know, like in computer games, ones that can't do anything. Like, oh, you know, yeah, like in, your, uh, your non-playable characters or that's NPCs, it, NPCs. Them, yeah. Yeah, people like that. And surely, when you think about the world, like, I mean, me and you, we're... We're critical thinkers, aren't we? You know, we do this podcast to other critical thinkers or people who are just fucking losers and got nothing better to do than listen to us. Mm. But, you know, like, we're engaging with the world or with the simulation. But I see some people who are just fucking on rails, man. You know, they get up, they go to their job, and they come home, and they get up, and they don't do anything to, like, mm. advance their mind or advance anything. And that part of that is where this philo- philosophical zombie comes in. You know, like that they're there just to bulk yeah, up. It's kind of like... Like film extras. Yeah, that's it. Because yeah, there's been times before when I've walked through like massive crowds or something. It's like particularly like you know us being metalheads, we like going to shows and stuff. Mm. And it's like being in a crowd of thousands of other people, and you sort of sit there sometimes and you think, is the world that complex that each and every one of these people here has their own story to tell? which is made from thousands of and millions of other stories to yeah. get them to where they are now. Or am I a, like, am I one of the key players in this simulation? And these yeah. were all just made for this show. When I turned up that they were, they were created that morning and they maybe they were created that morning and were given, I mean, for put it this way. What if today is the first day you and were ever, have ever been made and every memory you have didn't happen it was just put in your brain so that today you could play your role and well if it's the same with all those people at the show i turn up i mean i could be one of them i could oh. be an extra for somebody else yeah but what you know what if every single one of my experiences my my loves my laughs my my pain all of that was completely fabricated like when someone makes a um, a character on Skyrim, for example, and it says bio, some people like to type out a long biography for their characters. Yeah. None of that actually happened, but as far as that character is concerned, that yeah. is all real. And it could be the same thing loaded into us. Or what if sometimes these things are just made that morning? Because chances are you're never going to see these people again. Ever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they they might go home that night and fizz out. They're gone. Fuck. No one it... would it. No one would ever know. <sighs> yeah, man. When, when you said that, that's actually blew my mind a bit because you think like, I mean, the last big show I went to was like uh, Meshuggah at the Roundhouse, which is thousands of thousands of people. Mm. And to think that them thousands of people there have all had a collective story and life from birth mm. that has got them to that building with me there. And do they experience the same as I'm experiencing when I'm there? To think, if that is true, and every single person has had... It just just blowing my mind right now on the fucking podcast without us like discussing it. Like, If you think of every single person in the world has all had a conscious experience, that's fucking crazy as well. And they all had that. something as well that led them to the band Meshuggah becoming a fan and wanting to go and see them on the same day as you. Yeah. You know, everyone had to find their way to get to that. So there must have been some similar experiences for there to have been a similar outcome. Or, or, or almost identical. That, yeah, or is that uh, concert just another experience that you lot are sharing to go towards an even greater outcome later? Well, that's it. Is everything we do in life just the stepping stone for the next bit? Yeah, to, to, to sort of advance the simulation. Oh, is what we're doing now a beta test yeah 
Right? <laughs> I mean, we might have only been active for 15 minutes. But like I said, every single thing, it's like we've been talking for like, what, 45 minutes now? Yeah. But for all we know, we've only actually been talking for 15. Everything else was just embedded into us just as we got made. And we just, we just don't know otherwise. Everything and, we've been taught in school, the life lessons that we've learned ourselves, the first time we had our art broken, everything, is it, does, is it leading towards something or is it just meaningless? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. It just makes you fucking feel so worthless. When, the more you think you're expanding your mind on it, the more you're actually just like eliminating your own self-worth. Like, oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> and then when you sit there as well and you look at like, what we were talking about the, the shows and stuff like the last one i went to was um well, the last big show i went to was slayer mm. thousands of people there as well and everything and it's like just those thousands of people like we were just saying have their own experiences blah, 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 on and upwards but that's just in that one room yeah we've got an entire universe out there bruv <laughs> planets solar systems who knows what else? Are they part of the simulation? Are they making their own simulation? Have we not found evidence of aliens yet because they're only just starting their simulation? Oh, fucks. You know, oh. this could go in many different directions. And everything, this is the good thing about a theory like this, is that you can make literally anything relevant. Yep. And yeah. I don't know if that makes it a convincing theory or a very clever one or a very sneaky one mm, sneaky. but at the same time you got if you got to look at it as in a scientific way and i mean junior scientific like you and me not real scientists <laughs> <laughs> they, they have real real ways of doing this but people like you and me we can look at it and be like well as far as that all goes yeah it's theoretical evidence and a lot of it's anecdotal evidence but it's evidence nonetheless and it's building towards this theory and so far it's all backing it up yeah but it, i did have a thought as well ooh. you know when you and me we look up stuff like this and we go fucking hell, how amazing is that like with the with the um a fungus or something like that yep. we look at the old the way they behave and we go that's fucking incredible oh my god my mind is blown there's people who are so smart that they look at us getting absolutely blown away by this stuff. And they're like, what, you didn't know this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were like, I thought this was normal. Like, they're doing like these, they got like whiteboards, like 16 at a time, covered in mathematical equations and being like, yeah, yeah, cool. And there's like us in the corner going, I can draw a pretty good rocket ship. <laughs> and, you know, but that, that stuff that blows our mind, to them, it's just like, you know, it's peeling an apple. It just is yeah, what I, it is. I suppose what our level 10 is, is someone else's level one. You yeah. know, we're like, wow, that's fucking awesome. They're like, yeah, cool. Okay, next. I'm going to go and find the real adventures of the world now. And you're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, you <laughs> lot are sitting there fucking blowing your loads, thinking about bloody mushrooms and shit, which, is, which should have been obvious. We're over here making fucking time machines or something mental. I don't know what they make. Yeah. We're not well, we're not in that we're not in that yeah. club, man. <laughs> no, even even in I sit there and I think to myself, what's the most like sciencey thing they're making right now? I wouldn't know where to begin. No, because we only have a limited concept of what yeah. you know, you know, time machine I mean, is about yeah. as far as I can go. Yeah, time machine is the one. Time machines 
hoverboards and lightsabers. You know what I mean? And I, I see stuff like that. And but and they'll make something like I've I read stuff on science all the time, and they'll be sitting there and they'll be like, Oh yeah, we've done this and we've found that by doing this one little thing that we've noticed that this could be that and that and this, and I'm just sitting there reading it, I'm like, I have no fucking idea what they're talking about. Mm. But to them, they probably came out of it on their lunch break. And so it's like, is that another thing that backs up the simulation thing? I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm not convinced. I mean, I'm not sure how they would do that. But there's people who earn a lot more money than I do who are sitting there going, seriously? It's really yeah. easy. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. Like, you know, I mean, what's that fucking... Um, we're talking about scientists. CERN, in where is, wherever it is. It's in Europe somewhere, isn't it? Where they yeah, create... in, um, is it... Sweden or Switzerland or yeah Switzerland I think or yeah something like this this is what I mean where they've got the Hadron Collider (laughs) that's it yeah Yeah. and and it's like there's actually a really good theory tying this in as well I'm glad I said that fuck me my brain is good today I can't read for shit but my brain's working here we go they turned it on and they said they said there's a chance we could all die and get sucked into a black hole well Aaron this is a theory that I'm I'm about to drop I'm about to drop on you. Did right? we get sucked into the black hole and appear in a simulation? Absolutely. This is what the theory oh, is. The theory is <laughs> the theory is maybe the I am is... worth a damn. <laughs> maybe I am worth a damn. God damn it. So yeah, this this theory is that the world ended in 2012 and we've all been living in a simulation ever since. And now you think, oh, that's a bit fucking crazy, blah, blah, blah. But people go on and say, have you ever like had a random urge to look into something that you read before, to say before 2012? And you think, oh, I'm going to go back and look at that. And you just can't find the fucking article. You can't find any information on it. Almost like the Mandela effect, what we spoke mm. about before the podcast. Yes. Why is not- And if you think about it, how far has technology come from 2012? Computer processors well, are double. In the in the past ten years, we have technically advanced more in that time than the, since the dawn of time. Yeah, that's it. In just the past ten years, and they think it's going to get to a point. I think around twenty fifty, where our technology will be so advanced that every year will will be more technically advanced than the thousands of years that pre. and uh, just to go into the Mandela effect for people who are listening the Mandela effect is basically in the 80s hundreds of people talked about uh, Nelson Mandela's funeral they said it was televised on TV there were celebrities there, Princess Diana was there, Sting was there Bono was there they they knew where it all was Um, they had people making speeches everyone not everyone, but all these hundreds of people who say they remember it, remember it as the exact same event. Of course, he, he only died, what was it, 2013, 2014? Oh, yeah. Should I quickly yeah, but, have a look? But, yeah, but the Mandela yeah. effect is basically when a whole mass group of people remember something a bit like the mass hysteria conversation last week during the year before the Spanish influenza when a great crowd of people said they saw a sun up in the sky big bright light in the sky, I'm sorry it was the sun, and yeah. the Virgin Mary on a hill. That could be the Mandela effect, you know? It comes into that mass hysteria thing. Yeah. So, so yes, like the Mandela effect you were saying, we could go back, try and find an article, and find it's not there, because we, we just, maybe we just made it all up in our heads. 
Yeah, man. And, and it's kind of like, you know, I think the people just used 2012 because it was, uh, that was the year everyone was going to die anyway. And they, yeah, like they, the mine calendar ran out and stuff. That's it. And CERN were doing another project as well at that time around December. So I get why people are going to go, fuck it. Let's just say, here is when you reset the world. But the world could be reset every fucking minute for all we know. Oh, you know, it's, 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 I thought about this as a kid as well. I thought, if time stopped, none of us would know. I mean, no. what if between me saying this word and then this word, what if, in that little gap that just happened a few seconds ago, what if time stopped and we were just all completely still for the equivalent of thousands of thousands of years? We'd never know. No, that's right. But it would also explain, oh, fuck me, you just made me have my own conspiracy theory now. If the future generations can stop time and stuff, in that pause, that's where they could do the fucking research. And that's why we're progressing so quick. Mm. Oh. <laughs> or is this all a video game and they press pause to look up the, uh, the Let's Plays and Cheats on YouTube? How do we get past this bit? Let's look at what the other simulation did. That's all Let's Plays are, isn't it? We're going yeah. back to other simulations to see what we've got to do with this simulation. And that, and that's, and when people say, like, are the aliens or higher being, whatever you want to fucking call it, why have they done this simulation? And some people say uh, or speculate that it could be a reality show. that people, You know, like you say with the Truman Show, are people watching you? And then people say, why would, why would an alien species watch you? Now, let's just fucking remember, we watch fucking people what watch What the fuck TV. not? Yeah, we, we watch... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got shows literally about people watching the shows we've already watched. Yeah. And yeah. it's like people yeah. watch anything if it can entertain them. Of course. I mean, we've got people. We've, I mean, mate, there, there are people out there. I mean, some call them people, I call them subspecies, who um, watch things like The Real Housewives. Yeah. And things like that. And like keeping up with the Kardashians. For me, I sit there thinking, why, oh, why would you want to fucking watch that? But people do. But and, it's the from... same, and it's the same what you were saying just now about the aliens. Oh, why would they, though? Like, well, why wouldn't they? People watch weird shit. Like I mean, Gogglebox. That South Park, yeah, like Gogglebox or that South Park episode um, where it turns out the world literally is a reality show. Aliens have got different species from other planets, put them on one planet, and then they still they do. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, and that's their form of entertainment. And it's like, well, why not? I mean, what? I mean, fucking hell. When people look at like the human body, and they say your the human body is for like these tiny single cell organisms that live in your body, you are their ecosystem. You are their world. That's it. You know, fucking the brain's Gibraltar, the toes fucking Japan. Do you know what I mean? But if cells that do their own things up here and down there, they might not be aware of each other. They might be aware of each other, but at the same time, it's all its own ecosystem. And do, do they know that they're a part of a giant living thing that is essentially a part of other giant living things? I mean, is our universe an ecosystem within another great being? Are, are we just swimming around in these on these planets inside a giant fucking kneecap? So whenever he goes to bend his leg... That's how our history shifts and stuff like that. Who fucking knows? I don't. But it's going to take a hell of a lot to tell me otherwise. Well, that's it. 
<laughs> it, it comes down to as well like it, it's hard to prove stuff either way isn't it it's hard to you know kind of go yeah. no i don't believe that it's and like it's like with um religion i don't be- i don't believe in any god or anything like that mm. but i can't prove there ain't one and <sighs> this comes down to um the multiverse thing as well that we were saying about earlier when they say um the universe is filled with unlimited infinite possibilities i don't see how they're so quick to rule stuff out and it's like yeah. oh if they say oh yeah but you know god's not real it's like fine i can get behind that but at the same time if we're ruling stuff out and saying that's not possible that's not possible and that's not possible the universe isn't filled with infinite possibilities because yes. we're, we're subtracting from it can you subtract from um like in, infinite i don't know probably can Oh, it sounds too mathematical for me. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. This is this is why we ask the questions. Uh, but you know, so I'm, I'm not willing to rule anything out because, like I said, you know, I'm one of those people who's like with like with the UFO. Yeah, I will believe in UFOs when I see a UFO. But at the same time, I haven't seen a tiger out in the wild. Yeah, do wild tigers exist? I've seen them on telly. But I've seen UFOs on telly. Does it prove anything? What is proof to us? Yeah. What? And and so I can't rule it out either. I'll, I'll I'll never sit there and say that doesn't exist because like like I just said, there's infinite possibilities. And I think if you're going to live behind the philosophy of infinite possibilities, you can't just rule stuff out. Well, well, that's it, man. It's like when it comes down to you know infinite possibilities and and when we're going down things like the root of the ai like we touched upon earlier mm. as well i mean there's so much i mean look how just think about video games and how good they are now to when we were fucking kids you know when oh yeah when, when we were kids and i was playing on the the atari back in the day you know in the snes these, you know, Mario was like the fucking bollocks. This is oh, like, mate, yeah, still is. Still is. You mean but when you're looking at it, it is a, it is just a collection of squares. Being back then, the squares were a lot bigger than they are now. Mm. It's jumping about, but isn't that, isn't that simulation theory in practice, like in motion in front of us? Like, we've got like the PS5 and the new Xbox that are out now, and everyone's like, this is current gener- generation. And all that lot, and there's always next gen. You know, this yeah. isn't going to be the last console. There's a next gen coming. We know that. But each one of these consoles we've bought out, they didn't wait out until they've perfected the technology. They released betas. Yeah. You know, they were like, right, here's the Sega Master System. What do you think of that? Like, oh yeah, really, really good. Like, oh, interesting. A few years later, here's the uh, the first <laughs> PlayStation. You like that? Good, isn't it? Yeah. Look how much better it is. We can do better. Give, you just give us the time and patience and the, the money to do so. We'll entertain you, but in return, we get better at our job. And in return for that, you get better games and better you simulations. Better experience, and, yeah. Yeah. And now, you, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've seen some of these playthrough videos for that new Cyberpunk game. Yeah. It looks fucking insane. And it's like, sorry, we went from Mario to that. Yeah. Like, like, like we had Pong. Which was just two paddles knocking a square across the screen to each other. That's it. To this, and you know, 
oh, and if the past 10 years we have technologically advanced more than when than the dawn of recorded history what are we going to get in the next 10 years then after that what's going to be in the next five years and then when you look at what's going to happen in the next thousand years go oh i mean i'm getting more and more convinced by simulation theory the deeper we go into this conversation i came in going oh i'm not convinced i don't think i'm sold but you know what we're getting there well it's the same as um when you when we still talk about video games there's that you know cyberpunk looks good right if you're playing it but this is where i think they're really fucking clever at the if say you're playing cyberpunk right now say you're sitting on your bed and you're playing cyberpunk you're still aware of the real world around you, even if you're engrossed in the game, aren't you? Yeah. You know, like if someone calls you downstairs, you can still hear that. If something goes off outside, you can hear that. Yeah, a postman now, comes and knocks on the door. Yeah, your, your shit's there, you can answer that. They've yeah. now got the Oculus Rift, haven't they, which you plug into headphones and a headset where you're actually inside. So it's, it's VI, you know, yes. VR, virtual reality. Now, I've heard Joe Rogan talk about it. I've heard loads of people talk about their the VR headsets. And someone at my work's got one as well. And they're so fucking realistic that, that you even have your hands. You wear these fucking gloves. And in the game, you hold your hands up. And they're hands. So you're yeah. absolutely immersed. To the point where you, in this Oculus Rift, you can travel to Paris and walk around Paris. And all you have to do is just walk your feet. And you would walk down the street. The only thing you're missing... Is the smells? Go- yeah, do you think gone? Google Earth is a part of that? Without a doubt. When you, when you look at Google <laughs> Earth and like the roadmaps and stuff, and you zoom right in, you can see, well, exactly what you would see. That the street is there. People are walking around. Yeah. You know, there's litter. There's birds. There's shops opening. With all that data, you get all of that. I mean, we can, we can, not physically. But we can, if we wanted to, right now, go on Google Earth and visit absolutely anywhere yep. in the world. Go into that high street, look around, and we can be like, bloody hell, look at that. There's a top man in fucking, I don't know, <laughs> fucking <Saudi> Bangladesh. <laughs> yeah, anyway. And it's like. right next to a wimpy. Who knew? <laughs> I didn't know. But until I looked, I found it. But did it exist before then? Not in my world, it didn't. That's right. And this and comes that, down to Schrodinger's cat and Bishop's tree and your old prisoner with the wall. Same yeah. thing. And, Until and I looked, it didn't exist. Then VR headsets are fucking crazy because this is where, as well, when you think, you know, this is where it could go in the future. If, if, if they've made games so realistic that you put your hands up and they're your hands, and there's, there's games in that Oculus Rift where you're break, cracking safes and breaking into bang, you're holding, you know, you're doing robberies, but mm. it's your hands. It's not like you're controlling hands you hold the gun like a gun you move your hands you have to reload and actually do the action to reload now all you have to do is put a few more senses in like if you could smell the metal of the gun and the inside of the bank and you can you know feel Mm -hmm. the temperatures then you'll get it into level player one stuff where why the fuck wouldn't you be plugged into this virtual world forever fuck the fucking real world just being that virtual well it's just i mean look at what we were doing a lot with headphones and stuff. I mean, back in the day, I mean, when you when we used to watch movies, it would come up and it would be like, oh, it's, it's, this was recorded in Dolby Digital Surround 5.1. And we're <laughs> like, yes, mate, 5.1, that's the shit. Five outlets, one source. Now we've got headphones, fucking headphones, 
7.1. Yeah, minus 7.1. You are well, same yeah. as yours, aren't they? Yeah. And these, you know, and it's like huge cinemas and production companies, their state-of-the-art audio system was worse than my headphones. Yeah. You know, and everything we're building goes towards this. And these, funnily enough, same headphones that we've both got on. What headphones are they? They're gaming headphones. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, these they're made to have, so that your simulation experience when we're playing games <laughs> is more realistic. And there's no reason why right now you and me talking, which is what whole simulation theory is about, this is all just a game in the Oculus Rift. Yeah. I can see my hands moving around, but I'm completely unaware of it in my pee zombie state in this little bathtub somewhere, like in the Fuck. fucking Matrix, <laughs> plugged Fuck. into this game. And they're like, let's see how far he gets into the game. Let's see what he does. And then every now and then, I think if you start, maybe like if you start slowing down, it's like, okay, well, this guy over here, at the age of 24, he had a 50K a year job. He's got a wife and two kids. And he's only 24 years old. Over here, we've got Aaron. He's 32 years old. He lives at home with his mum. He's a... um. Uh, podcaster and science fiction writer why but he hasn't got kids he's not married so what's going on there why isn't he keeping up so then maybe with the podcast they were like well we need to advance him a bit further what should we do well here's his cheat code him and ad are going to start a podcast it could go really well it might not if it doesn't we'll try another cheat code see what that goes and some people just don't make it to the end of the game you know i think I would happily, I mean, I'm not a huge gamer, but mm. I would be willing to bet good money that 80% of people who buy a game and play it don't complete it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll believe that. You know what I mean? I, rec- I reckon the, com- the completion is very, and especially when you go on Xbox and you look at like, the achievement lists and they're like, oh, here's the um, percentage of people who got this achievement. Yeah, it's so and hard it'll, as well, yeah, isn't it? And it? Yeah, and it'll be like, oh, who... This, this achievement, we'll just call it the money shot. And it was like, oh, this is the um, achievement you get for completing the game on expert mode. And it will say something like 0.4% of people unlocked this. Mm. And it's like, are those the people who were just genuinely good at simulations? And then you get people like me who, as far as average living goes, because most people on average, by the time they're 30, are married with kids and have a full-time job. I have none sure. of those things. You know what I mean? So maybe I'm one of those people in the simulation who plays the game very well, but never quite completes it. I don't Doesn't get, I, the... Yeah, I don't unlock all the achievements. You know? But these other people do. And maybe that's, again, these people who are like born gamers who, without even realising they're gamers, are in the simulation, fucking smashing it. They're raking up high scores. I mean, you'll go into the arcade game and you'll see on the top scoreboard the same three letters all the way down in the initials. It, all the high scores of this one guy. He has no idea. He's just living his life the best way he knows how to. Then you've got us over here. We're playing the game, but you're not going to come to us for guidance on how to get to the next level. You know, just because, just because of the experience you're having isn't as good as someone else, it doesn't give you a lesser experience of the simulation, does it? Oh. I've had you know, some pretty good old times in my simulation. Yeah, and that's it. You, just because you haven't got the achievements. And there's more to come, I'm sure. 
well, that's it. Just because you haven't collected 100% on this or collected all of this, collected all of that. Some people play GTA and don't ever do a fucking mission. They just run around and enjoy yeah, jacking a lot cars. Of, yeah, a lot of people like going on the um, GTA Live with other, yeah. with other people enjoying the simulation and they don't play the storyline. I mean, it's just down to your place, don't it? It's like I, I know friends who love video games but don't like playing online, like doing PvP stuff. Yep. And it's, like, it's a whole other part of the simulation that you've paid for and you're in for and it's there for you to enjoy and all this stuff has gone into it. But if you don't venture into that area, that's not your world. And it goes back to what we were saying earlier about the scientists. It's like they've got these like things that we don't know about that they take advantage of because that's their field. Yeah. But if you're, if you're a storyline gamer and you're not a competition gamer, all of that, that, even though it exists and you're aware of it, it's not in your world. And it's the same world as someone who does enjoy it. But it's, it's, I love going on like Battlefield online and just fucking knifing people, taking their fucking tea, fucking their dog tags, and then just teabagging the cunt straight afterwards. I love it. <laughs> TFF, motherfucker. And, you know, that's the way it is. But other people, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I love Battlefield. Great game. Love it. But they only play the storyline. Yeah. So that whole online thing, not their world, but it's the same world and they're aware of it. I mean, yeah, it's like um, Call of Duty as well, isn't it? People do Call of Duty the game, love the game, but then mm. they don't do the multiplayer. Some people only play the multiplayer with people around the world. And yeah. I suppose it's the same as in real life as well. Like you, you can be really rich in your life, rich as a person by having the experiences with people, like like us having a conversation. Yeah. Enriches you, us ha- in- you haven't got to be really into race cars and be an expert in race cars and have to drive one. You haven't no. got to be a race car driver to be passionate about it and be an expert on it. No, that's right. You know, I mean, there are people out there who are paleontologists. You ask them anything about dinosaurs, they'll tell you. They've never fucking met one. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know where I'm going with this, <laughs> but, but it comes into it. It's, that's their world. It's a whole other world, but their world that is, goes around dinosaurs doesn't even have fucking dinosaurs in it. Yeah, but that's their world. It's completely, it's, oof, but it was the same world. And the dinosaurs that were on this very same world, they were here. We missed them, but they're still there, logged into us. Yeah, man, it's 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 crazy isn't it? when you think about the paleontologists. Like you know, they 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 do uh, obviously dinosaurs and shit. And then you think it makes you laugh, and you think there's actually like a job role of ufologist as well, like researching yeah. UFOs. It's like hang on a fucking minute. I mean, I'm not saying ufologists and paleontologists are on the same page because you know one's dinosaurs, one's alien. But that's a bit fucking. That's a bit of a head fuck sometimes. Like to think like yeah. I, I've got to do my engineering job and get fucking at my hands dirty and bust myself you know saving people's lives every fucking day mm. while some people just sit on the computer going oh that light in the sky looks like an alien and i can prove it oh here's some money oh yeah oh fuckers yeah 100 and it's like i mean i think talking of dinosaurs i think if simulation theory is real and Going by what we've said with the video games and stuff, to that end, it's totally real. A lot yeah. we're doing with games and AI and whatnot. But I do think we could be the base of it. We're the ones starting it. Only because we had dinosaurs 
and I think if you're going towards building a simulation which then can then go on to build another civilization through simulations and who knows what else why would you start with dinosaurs you know they're not going to contribute towards building the simulation they're just in it or now i've said that hold on are dinosaurs like the alpha test like the copper like the original beta they go right here's a simulation world we've made put the lizards on there see if they survive it <laughs> yeah they're doing pretty well they're flourishing they're doing everything they should be doing within the simulation they've evolved They've got their way. They've picked where they want to be, what they eat, what they run away from, you know, how they live, laugh and love and whatnot. Right. So that's that's good. Get the meteor. Press delete. We'll keep the world, but we'll just wipe it clean. Start a new page. Now we can start putting in our people. Right. And we can start. Maybe that's what it's for. Maybe the dinosaurs were, like I just said, like they were, the, they were the test to make sure the environment was working properly. Like, like, cool, that's all working. Now, delete all that. Put the new ones in. So, oh, I don't know. You could, you could go either way. It, it, but the thing is, you can't prove otherwise, can you? So does that There's... mean? Again, because you know I'm terrible at maths. I don't know how these things work. We're either the base of the simulation, which is absolutely provable. You know, we, we could be the base of it. We're, we're the ones starting it. And we're, we're making the video games and the CGI and the AI. Yeah. We're doing all that. Or we're a part of a simulation already. Now, I'm no mathematician, but that sounds to me like there's a one in two chance of us being in a simulation. <laughs> well, yeah, the math works out, dude. I thought so. See, <laughs> 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 so if people listening to us, don't take us too fucking seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you're going away saying, oh, this is two geniuses you've got to check out on Spotify. <laughs> don't listen. <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to happen, man. No. That's what if I mean, there are two geniuses on Spotify, they ain't talking about us. <laughs> That's it. And that's it. And then, like we said at the beginning, it's it's so fucking vast. All yeah. of this. I mean, we we spoke. You know, we we're still going, and you you, you could barely scratch the surface. I mean, we've jumped from bit to bit to bit without going into it as deep as you can, and it's still just like trying to get your fucking head over it. Yeah. Like, or are we doing that thing that humans tend to do? Like particularly nowadays, when you look at the whole woke generation and things, you know, like we were saying before, we've we've talked about this before, like in private where something will become a be made as like we'll say i don't know racist mm. and we'll be like okay yeah, cool let's have a look and then you look at it and you're like there's nothing racist there but people are connecting dots that aren't actually there to, to get an outcome that suits their argument right is like this a... the same with what we're doing we're saying oh well this could be connected to it that could be a part of it it's, it's like or is it what so you think we're almost fabricating our answer? Maybe. Around... Yeah. Fuck we me. could be. I mean, probably it's likely, but at the same time, maybe not, because we are actually at least we're stringing the two together. You know, it's not like we're going come somewhere completely random and going, Oh well that's there, so it must be. At least we're backing it up to a point that we can. 
or is that just part of the simulation? Are we supposed to do that? Like, let's have them, let's have them question their own existence, because people do that. I mean, like um, Stephen King's *The Dark Half* is about a writer who's like writing this book, and he's oh. trying to kill off a character in his book, but the character ain't having it. Oh, really? Yeah, the character is refusing to die. Excellent. Yeah, maybe it's the same thing. Maybe we're not supposed to be talking about our own existence, yet here we are doing it. Do you know that I've had that thought in the last week, actually? Oh, actually, probably... Yeah, because I'm pretty sure if you Google the word Google, the the universe implodes. (laughs) I think it's the same sort of thing. It's like, are we supposed to be talking about this? Yeah, it's like... Uh, and that's what I think, like, it's okay to go by what we can. Like, you know, if you, you can go down evolution, where we come from, all that crap. But it's something just feels weird about when you start talking about out there things like simulation theories and aliens. Yeah, particularly and... stuff you can't reach and touch with your own hands. Yeah, but it gives you that weird sense of, like, is this, is this you know, is it... Not saying is it okay to talk about, because of course it fucking is, but it's a bit like... Yeah, should you be? Should you? It does it. Is it actually healthy as well for our human yeah, consciousness? It's, it's like I've, I've said before. You know, it's like there are certain things that nature has said to us we can't do, and mm. it's like when it comes to like the sky and the ocean. It's like, oh, we can fly from country to country. We can go deep under the ocean. It's like yeah, but we're not supposed to. If we were supposed to fly, we'd have wings. If we were supposed sure. to go under the water, we'd have gills. So it's it's far beyond it's typical human behaviour to go beyond our limits. I mean, we're on fucking Mars at the moment with our little rovers and shit doing stuff, you know. And it's like we're not supposed to be doing that, but we are. And maybe that's what this is. We're not supposed to be getting engaged in these simulations and stuff. But try telling us we can't do it. Well, that's it, and we will do. We're always that's... reaching beyond our means, and there's no reason why this, as we've been talking, isn't within those means. It's heavy, isn't it? It's heavy, man. It is. It is definitely one to to open up these like certain avenues that we we don't go down any other time. But as soon as you get there, it's like I've never been down this street. You go down there, and suddenly it's like, oh, they've got one of these shops here. You go in there, you're in the shop you didn't know existed. There's a book you like the looks of, never heard of it. You pick up that book, you read it. Before you know it, you're onto some other thing. You found a new passion in life. Who knows? Yeah. But all you know is is that you walk past the street and you went, oh, I've never been down there before. And it's exactly what goes on here. We're just taking all these new avenues and streets and we're just being nosy. We're picking that stuff and we're coming away with it. Hopefully it's better people. Well, I'd like to think so. Hmm. I'd like to think so. I mean, I'm just, I'm just checking my notes to see if I've got anything else to bring up on simulation theory before my brain melts out of my ears. Because uh, that will happen. Because, um, no, um, uh, no. The only other thing I was going to say is about the singularity, but that's about us merging with machines and AI. But I think we did that as well, didn't we? Yeah, so, but I know a lot of people also have said the whole sort of thing, like in nature, in every type of life form, and even physics and all that lot. There are rules. Yep. Why are there rules? And these these rules are set in in place from the very, very beginning, or were they pre-planned? Just like you said at the very beginning of this fucking podcast about the rules of the speed of light. Yeah. Is it is the rule why is there rules there? 
is it yeah. to contain you and within the uh, simulation to keep you still yeah man and it's and it's also like people i've yeah. seen why can't we just... bend light but why, why, why can't i pick up that that car and move it around <laughs> you know there's just all these rules have been put in place to tell us what is possible and what isn't possible and we've just sat there and gone okay okay we've, fair enough. and we've, and we've applied by it yeah it's 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 crazy man and and i think yeah it's, it's a good avenue to go down it's a good one to research and hopefully people today can uh you know, we've never done a subject. We've never done a fucking podcast on one subject before. Usually, it's about twenty things. So yeah. hopefully, it didn't didn't you know mangle anyone's brain too much. <sighs> well, because mine's fucked. You know, I literally sit like, wow. You know, I've oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go sit in the bath in a minute and cry. <laughs> Just sit there and shed a tear. What's my yeah. life coming to? Rocking back and forth in shallow cold water. <laughs> what's up Aaron it doesn't matter nothing matters anymore god damn it it's all pre-planned <laughs> nothing I do matters the, the same outcome's gonna be there <laughs> fuck but yeah no I, I mean then look uh, at video games of alternative endings oh this game has six endings you know something you can change in the future but only to one we've planned for yeah oh, yeah fuck what about so what about if you just fucking decide to just kill yourself Game then, over. Yeah, but what what does game over mean? Do you just take the headset off and go, wow, didn't see that coming? Or do you jump into another one straight away? It's like that Red Dwarf episode. Oh, I ain't seen it. Yeah, they um, the crew of the Red Dwarf will die. And then they um wake up in their room with headsets on. And the blokes there mean like, oh, hope you enjoyed your simulation. And they're like, no, but my name's Rimmer. Whatever. He's like, no, your real name's this. It's like... But where it's been embedded into your head for the simulation, you've come away with those memories still. And but after a, a while, after time, those memories of that life you just experienced will go, and you will go back to normal life. And maybe that's what being born is. Maybe that's oh, somebody gestating in the womb, and we're getting all of our. Maybe our DNA is made by the memories of our last simulation going into a reincarnation, which obviously the Indians are really into. Yeah. And then when you're born, it's like, right, you started a new game. This is your thing. You got your lessons from the last playthrough you did embedded in your head. You can't access them the same way you did before because it's a different life. I can't access my memories the way I'd, I'd like to and I had done at the very same time. Yeah, sure. But it could always be one of those things. A new, a new player has entered the game. And just as one comes in, another one dies. And with all of our simulation technology getting better and better with our technology comes more population. Yeah. And RVs, does this back up what we were saying earlier about extras and P-zombies? Are these extra people within the populace growing with our technology added extras? And and that's it. Like, I've seen about the, you know, having extra people in the P-zombies is also a way to power this um, simulation. If it's run by energy and and like a oh, battery, yeah. you know, all of the brains, even the little things we do, you've got to think everything is electronic in our life. Our brain has electronic yep. impulses. So electronic if, synapses and who knows what else, the weather. Yeah, everything. And yeah. even atoms are only 80% solid. No, sorry, 80% air of nothingness an atom is 80 percent nothingness but if you knock on a table you hit it's solid but it's mm. fucking 80 percent not solid so and, and and that's what fucks me up when i go down that route of like the the electricity and simulation and stuff like that it's like 
So is simulation our fourth dimension? Dude, I heard this coolest thing the other day that said that we are 3D projections of a 4D world. And that fucking was like, what? I don't understand it. But there's actually a talk that a scientist tried to explain. And I'm going to really fucking hash this up, guys, right? But basically, someone said, imagine people in a 2D, like on a piece of paper, if you draw a stick man on a 2D bit of paper, Mm. that stick man can only go along left or right, can't it? That's that's his world. Or up and down. He can't go towards you or behind or... That's it. So you've, you you can draw a house, but if you want that stick, if that stick man wants to go over it, you know, past his house, he has to go under it, over it, and that's it. He can't go any yeah, other way. Because so, our, our three dimensions are across, upwards, and width, aren't they? Yeah, up, yeah, up, down, left, right, back, to forward, isn't it? Almost, yeah. yeah. So, and you think, okay, so in that stick man's world, that's it. All he can see, everything as a black line. You can't see anything else. But it's being it's... watched by a 3D entity. Yeah. But then... Oh, mate, I think your uh, headphone just made a crackly noise. Where are they are plugged they? in properly? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no, it... I didn't. I pulled it out. There you go. Is that better? Speak again? Yeah, I'm here. Excellent. Yeah, you're a bit quieter than you was before, but... Oh, that's because silly bollocks here pulled it out. I'm getting too excited. Mm. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah, All so... the technical glitches. Oh, that's because that's because we don't have the professional equipment, mate. We blag it. Or it was just a glitch in the simulation. Or that. That's what we could just blame everything on nowadays. Oh, mate, I'm well doing that. Yes. Yeah, it's just a glitch in the system, guys. That's all. But the whole house is burnt down. Well, what can I do? <laughs> what can I fucking do? Well, ring, yeah. the, ring the fire brigade. No, I don't need to. Yeah, this... Windows Vista for you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah my, my two my 2d man thing right yeah so imagine if you pulled that 2d man out of yeah. the paper and showed him that look look at this look at all of this we can touch things we can pick things up we can see up down left right colors not just black and white in a straight line then you put that 2d man back in the paper now imagine how he would explain to someone else in that 2d world what the fuck a 3d world is is that like us we can't get our head around what a fourth dimensional world is like. And that fucking blew my mind. I was like, well, we can describe it, can't we? Well, here's something else for you while we're on this subject. Stop and it. seeing <laughs> as we're going from 2D to 3D, I mean, we've done that ourselves. I mean, we went from Mario to Resident Evil. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. 2D to 3D. But I think you've got to remember as well that this is totally plausible in physics. This isn't me just coming up with some stoner theory because we've just touched on this. It's like, um, us being three-dimensional, we can manipulate 2D worlds. We can make those 2D worlds, like you just said, manipulate them and make them how we want. And we can do it with 3D stuff as well. But as you were saying, like if that 2D guy visited 3D land and then went back to explain what 2D was, mm. he'd have a hell of a time trying to explain it. But with yeah. our world... As far as we're concerned, everything is three-dimensional. But there's no reason anywhere that says four-dimensional beings cannot live and share this world with us. But because they're three, they're four-dimensional, and not only can we not manipulate it, we can't even we can't even bring it into our psyche. I mean, it's like with shrimps; they can see thousands and thousands of different colours that we can't even think of because we only know the colours that we know. 
of but visible light are, spectrum. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but there are thousands out there, probably millions of colours that we can't even perceive, but we just see it as another shade of green. Yeah. So there's no reason that there aren't any four-dimensional beings out there that we cannot see, touch, feel, measure, or anything because of our 3D limitations. But imagine where you're sitting now, sprawled through your caravan wall, across your floor, and going out the other side of the caravan's wall is an octopus that you can't see, touch, or feel. But it's fully aware of you. Oh, it can fuck. see you. <laughs> It's like that two D that two D shape that you've, you've you've the little stick man you've drawn. He can't see you, but you can see and observe him. It's the yeah. exact same thing. And there is there's there's maths that says that this is perfectly plausible. And then who's to say there aren't five dimensional characters out there? Six, and then we go on and on. What the fuck and, would a five dimensional person think? But our, our brains can't even but, understand it, it though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like the two D man. He has no yeah. idea what three-dimensional is. How the fuck do you say what three-dimensional is? Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen the conversation where they've said, like, you get the table, you've got the height, you've got the width, you've got the depth. Those are our three dimensions. Those yeah. are what we can manipulate. We can make it shorter. We can make it wider. We can make it longer. But the space around it, which is also a, a separate dimension, so that could technically be the fourth dimension, so that's 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 the literally the space around it. What's above it? That little bit of space that could be a fourth dimension, but we can't manipulate that. Right. We can't change that. And if we say, "All right, we'll make this thing higher," then how do you like that? It's like, well, all you've done now is just displace the space. Like, um, what's his face did? You said Eureka in the bathtub, wanting to weigh gold. He got yep. in the bath, saw the thing move, and though he took up space, that's the other space around him compensated like putting putting something in a glass of water or just putting a, a bigger fucking table in a room you can be like oh well there's less space in here now it's like is there or is there just more occupied space you can't actually <sighs> manipulate it that is our fourth dimension that we can't Fuck. touch and that's yeah. i mean there could be billions and billions of bugs everywhere flying around right now and i wouldn't even fucking know oh and there would be no way for me to know. But they're seeing me and going, oh, it's cool all over him. I could be covered in bugs right now. I'd never know. Four-dimensional God. bugs. God, how strong is that weed, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. No idea. Fucking hell. Oh, yes. Oh, before well, we go, though, I just oh, want to yeah. give a nice shout-out to our boy Rob Watson. It was his birthday the other day, and he's been, uh, he's been turned 32. He's been listening to our show since day one at work, showing it off to his mates and stuff. Big shout out to you there, Rob, mate. Happy birthday. Yeah, and happy birthday. Nice. One of that the works. one of the few left, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Just to end it on a dark note. Yeah, that's it. No, and you know, and and th- thanks for the continued support as well, because you know, yes. we we get people all every week we're getting different people. We're now going across to the pond to America and yeah, Australia. Into America and Australia now. Yeah, so, so uh, that's the biggest free English-speaking countries in the world. We're there. It's only yeah. the beginning, people. Keep it up. Spread the word, man. That's that's what we need. We need oh, to. Yes. Spread the word like a virus, a computer virus, you could say. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys. No, well, well, thanks for listening. I mean, that was fucking. That was a bit of a heavy one, um, yeah. and and it was a bit pretty 
you know single track topic so you know hopefully you guys liked it and if you do then fuck it we'll do some joint research on some other stuff if you don't fuck it we're gonna do what we want because it's our podcast anyway yeah so fuck you and your fucking shit cunt mum <laughs> signing out <laughs> see you later <laughs> doses later